Sunday morning. Summer loving. <laughs> Check the Veggie Machines podcast, Pop Culture Attack in Action. This is a weekly pop culture podcast where two guys get together and talk about stuff that's irrelevant and unimportant to the rest of the world. But, but we make it more important. <laughs> we make it so important that there's countless hours of us yapping about stuff. God, there must be at least 200 hours of us talking at this point. At least. It's got to be at close. At least 200 hours, yeah. Zach, man, what's going on? Not much, man. You know, this is a big week, Jason. Big week coming up. I can't I can't stress this enough. Oh, why? Final Fantasy six, 16 is coming out, man. Oh, yeah. I did watch I watched the demo of that. I was about to see. I've, I didn't play the demo because I want to play it firsthand. But I skimmed through a couple of people playing the demo mm-hmm. on YouTube. And I was like, this game looks fucking fire, dude. Yeah. I watched the so demo good. and I thought that... I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it looked okay. The action was fine. I don't yeah. care. I can go either way. I'm, I'm happy with turn-based, so I don't really care about that. Yeah. Um, But I, I like the premise. It feels very like Game of Thronesy. Yeah, I, I liked the um the character so far. Mm-hmm. I, I like the Clive. story. Clive is an interesting character to me already, just from the like demo prologue that they give you. Like, like did he kill his brother? Up, like the inter kingdom infighting all this stuff with like yeah the big battles and then all etching on like the dominance and but did he did he kill his brother i don't remember because he's if right the whole demo i know that they like fight at the end of the demo i don't think they he but he's ifrit yeah he's ifrit and then his so, brother's the phoenix but then at the end of the, the, end of the tr- demo he, the ifrit kills the phoenix guy wait really that's what that's what it looks like Oh, I didn't think, I mean, I thought that they, I mean, I figured that the Phoenix wouldn't have died because he's such a big part of the box art. Well, I, I mean, at, like the, at the end of the demo, he like, if it like punches him and like he explodes. And then when well, the, he's a, the, I, I'd assume that he's a Phoenix, so he'd probably just come back to life. But. but then when they go back, when they cuts the cuts after, it's just Clive and there's no, no, no one else. You don't see the brother. So huh. either the brother turns back to human and then he gets kidnapped or. I would assume he probably gets kidnapped or something, or maybe like he reverts back to human form and then he grows up the next 10 years thinking that his brother tried to kill him or something. I don't know. Some I don't anime know, stuff. From what I saw in the demo, it seemed like they didn't because obviously Clive isn't supposed to be a dominant. Like the yeah. fact that Ifrit even shows up, everybody's like, what the fuck? Two yeah. fires. You can't have two fires. This is fucking avatar rules, bitch. There's only one for each kind of element. But yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I think that I remember seeing that there's like the cutscene where his brother, you go into like the Phoenix's mind and he's like, who the fuck is this? Like, cause so he doesn't know it's his brother or maybe he finds out it's his brother after the battle, I guess. I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes for sure. Well, he knew in the demo, cause I watched the whole thing mm-hmm. when his brother turns into the Phoenix, Clive knows it's him he says because he's the phoenix right he knows it's him well yeah he he clive knows he's the phoenix but, I but don't then think... when it, when ifrit shows up 
Yeah, I don't think his you, brother knows that he's Ifrit. You hear Clive's voice really like clearly. Like he, it doesn't sound like it's a thought, hmm. or it sounds like it could be a thought. I mean, yeah. But then you see his body. You see him like in human form. Yeah. For a little bit, and then you're like, wait. So like, is it the same person? Is it someone else? But at the same time, he has the Phoenix gift power. Clive does. Yeah. We if you watch the gameplay, he has the wing attack. And they keep saying in the dialogue, like, oh, you're the one who's, you're the, you're the shield has been gifted by the Phoenix. So you, I think what it is that each dominant has their shield and they gift them like an extension of their summoner or whatever. So like, you're going to have someone who has like, you know, another ability that, that resembles whatever dominant give them their power. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what happens eventually because. But then how, how, so he has. And I think each time you like kill a dominant, you like. It looks like they become like a new subset of powers that you can use. Well, I'm just, maybe like he killed his brother and he thinks he didn't do it, but now he has Phoenix and and fucking <laughs> Ifrit huh. powers or something. But like either way, I, 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 I the demo itself, I appreciate that from what I saw is that you just continue from your save. Yeah, that's what I saw. Is yeah, like you can, yeah, if you play it early, you can just basically pick up where you left off at. Cause like that shit looked boy. That whole demo was boring. Like gameplay wise, it was cool, giving me cool story stuff, but the gameplay I was bored of. Yeah, I mean it's definitely not getting into like the nitty gritty of the combat. I assume once you get past that, you really start digging into it more. Also, you're, you're gonna like, show me the, Clive in the you're future. gonna show me yeah the adult guts version, and then, then I can't play as him. No, you just get to run around as him, and then you play as kid version <clears throat> for the whole demo, basically. Lame, so lame. That's all right, because yeah, once you, I'm sure once at the very end of that is when you go back to being grown ass Clive and do the rest. Hardened, of the of emotionally yeah. resilient. I'm still trying to figure out. I'm interested in it so much because like the world building of it is really interesting. Like whatever his like spec ops group or whatever the fuck they're supposed to be, it seems like they're almost like yeah summon assassins. Like they go after and like try to like assassinate these like yeah. different dominance watch him like not re- watch him for years not realize that he's ifrit or he does realize oh he doesn't ifrit. realize yeah he's ifrit and like then maybe all of a sudden... he doesn't realize he is but then like he's like a mage breaker yeah. or something where he can like null summoners or maybe yeah. he knows he's ifrit and then that, that's like his like i i'll just, I'll just break it out yeah i feel like that's probably the thing is he probably knows he's ifrit and yeah he just like if some icon tries to start transforming on him, he's like, gotcha, bitch. Like, I'm also yeah. on. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'll, I'll probably buy it. Is it coming out for Steam? I think it's coming out for everything, yeah. yeah oh, no, probably, not, well, not Xbox, but I'm pretty sure it's coming out for Steam, too, yeah. I'll probably check it out. Um, I'm, I'm always more interested in the um, photo of Avatar Last Airbender. I was interested in that as well i like i like the way it looks everybody's costumes look good mm-hmm. um zuko looks really good i like yeah that zuko looks i good. like his fire nation armor that he's wearing it looks really good um ang looks good i guess the one that probably looks the most different is Sokka. he doesn't really look too much like cartoon Sokka, but 
I had my I didn't even see the pictures until my wife sent them to me, and she. Was I didn't see. Me, I didn't even know that they were doing anything with it until you. Yeah. Texted me about it, and she told me that when I was looking at the picture, that apparently there was like some backlash on Twitter about how like they like whitewashed the characters, or they're they were all Asian. Like, why are they all Asian? They're supposed to be Asian. And I was like, look, I, I told her I was like, dude, these people not like understand. What they're supposed to be the Asian. last Airbender. Like, it's supposed to be different t- areas of Asia. Yeah. Is the whole point? Like, it's yeah. the whole point. <laughs> like, do we not realize that? I don't know. Yeah, like fucking Katana and or no, Katara, Katara, Katara and Sokka are basically like Eskimos, like Inu, Inuit. Yeah, Inuit, Mes- Mexico yeah, types, tribe. and then Antarctica. Yeah, or whatever that tribe is called. I don't know yeah. what Aang's supposed to be? Like, I he's a, some sort of Asian monk, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just like a Buddhist monk, basically. You got like like I, I they have a breakdown online you can find it like of like where they kind of base. It's based on like the martial art that they use, right? Because each nation has its own specific type of martial art that their bending is like based around. Based on, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't know exactly every single one, but I've looked it up before to see like what tra- what nation is similar to what realistic yeah. one. <clears throat> and it's out there. Like they're very open about it. Mm-hmm. So to it be upset sense. that they're all. Asian, so I mean, it's like, like I don't know why you would not think that. I mean, it's like the only Western cartoon that is like actively like, no, this is supposed to be anime. Yeah, and also like, what do you think, Zook? Like, what do you think those characters are? Like, this is yeah. a, this this is a not a. I don't know how you can look monk? at like the Fire Nation and be like, oh no, these guys aren't Asian. Like, I can I can get why you would like, because I don't, I don't know what genealogy technically Inuit tribes are i assume they're like some sort of based from I think asia some sort of asian because it's the bearing straight thing so they so, were uh, yeah. a break off of like russia right or maybe there's some eurasian type of i don't know i don't know but like yeah. those characters fine right and like with ang in the cartoon you assume they're asian just because he's a monk yeah like a very tibetan monk kind of thing mm-hmm. but even in the drawing okay it looks kind of like ambiguous he could be a white guy or bald Asian, or a bald Chinese boy. Like I don't know, oh. right? It's a cartoon. They're not going to draw them with racist yeah, they're gonna, features. They're going to draw them with like super slanted eyes or whatever. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Like, what is this? Like a Dr. Seuss thing? Like they're not doing yeah. that. So don't you expect right? But like, I think it almost makes dumb. It's almost dumb to be like, I think they're too. Like, would you rather have a bunch of like white kids going around like yeah, last I don't time? Know. Like like last time, I think they all looked good. Um, yeah, and yeah, like why why would you want it to be more like the Night Shyamalan version? I was on the subreddit, um, and people were talking about it, and the the big quip or qualm I saw was that they it looks like they aged Ang down and Katara up. I mean that's not true. Ang's supposed to be like a ten year old kid, so and like they they made they people were like it looks like Katara is way older than him. And people are thinking that maybe in the move in this live action, whatever it is, movie or show, yeah. that they're going to switch around Katara and Sokka's age. Hmm. And I was like looking at the pictures, being like, I think Sokka still looks older than Katara. From what I, I'll, I, I need to look at him again. But from what I remember looking at, it didn't look like she was older than him. But also, like girls generally grow up faster than boys. Yeah, but it also would be a really dumb reason. Like Avatar, of all the things to make live action, 
which is why M. Night Shyamalan fucked up. Yeah. And this is also why I think the two creators left this live action because a couple, like a year ago they left mm-hmm. the project. So that's always a bad sign. When the people who yeah. make the thing go, we're leaving. And we're going to go work on the cartoon. I don't know because then there's – I mean I guess that is a bad sign. But then you also have other shows like fucking Death Note or One Piece or whatever where the creator is still there. And then you look at it and it's like this is still kind of sucky. Sure, but I don't think that I don't think that whatever those two dudes guys' names are Dante something and D Camillo yeah. or the fuck his name is DiMartino. I don't think these two guys are going to allow this to them to would be actively like it's a bad sign to me if they leave this project to go mm-hmm. work on a cartoon. Like you would think the live action would be the higher priority. I don't necessarily think that they obviously went to cartoon school, so they probably don't. But in the general population world, the target demo, you're going to get more people to watch your live action show Hmm. versus your cartoon, unless the people are into anime or cartoons or are carryover fans. So to me, if they leave the live action project, I'm like thinking like, man, they must have been pushing something that they really didn't like. I don't. Okay. So now I'm looking at the pictures again. I finally fucking found them. She didn't look that much older. I don't know I what he was so. talking about. I thought, like, she's supposed to be, like, two or three years older than Aang anyways. She's supposed to be, like, a teenager. Like, she's supposed to be, like... I think she's supposed to be, like, 14, 15 or something. I think like also it, it would be weirder to have a boy who was, like, 14. Yeah. E- even an Asian boy who was, like, 14 who, like, acted the way that Aang does at the beginning. Like, it's okay to have him be look, look young and then play young because he's supposed to be. Yeah. Like he's supposed to be like immature and like pushing off of his responsibility. Yeah, I mean he's been fucking trapped in ice for like two hundred years or whatever. Like, well, not even that, but just like even when they flash back in the show, like he is actively pushing uh, pushing away his job. Well, yeah, no, he's just a kid. You he know? doesn't want to fucking do work. He, he wants, wants to, to be a kid and play around with his giant bison and his monkey, knowing that he has to be the you know the Jesus or whatever. Yeah, whatever the fuck he's supposed to be. He's supposed yeah. to be the Neo of the Avatar world. And I wonder too, like what they're gonna. I hope the fights look good and like. That's my know, biggest obviously. concern is going to be with the fights look good or not because that's. I mean, it's the number one appeal of Avatar for casual fans, which is the fact that fucking you can use like elemental powers to fucking fight other people. Like, it's rad as shit. Yeah, but, I mean my my, I mean my, it's a big part of the reason why I like the show. Yeah. But I think also um, it's Zuko's sister. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on. Also, yeah. Well, what the, are we talk about like his sister and her his sister's friends are very yeah. Asian as fuck too. So like, oh I yeah. Know. The one well, I mean, like, I mean like the, the Chinese the like, is it May? I think it's is May. the acrobat. I yeah. can like they don't draw her very Asian. They don't like she looks very like no, but her outfit is very her, her outfit's very. I could almost see her also she's got, like, being the like buns and like she's got like the whole acrobat uniform. On. Yeah, but I can also see her friend being like Persian. Yeah, her friend doesn't look like the friend like her. Skin the other tone. friend, I don't remember her name, but she's got like the much stronger lines. She's got like the bigger shoulder pads. The one who like, marries Zuko, that's an Asian girl. Yeah, that's an Asian girl. Zuko's her. sister, that's clearly Asian. She's yeah. very clearly Asian. But the acrobat girl. Mm-hmm. Whatever her name is, I can't remember her name. I think it's May. Like she could be like 
Persian, like Arabian Nights kind of like the outfit looks almost like it could be from Aladdin. Mm. So I could see that. But like the rest of the Zuko like people, like his whole tribe. Yeah. Those dudes are, are Asian, Japanese, whatever they are. You know, that's what it is. Yeah. Earth, the Earthbenders, those are Asian people. Oh, yeah. Earth those are Asian people. as fuck. You know, Waterbenders, okay, that's that's the that's the Eskimo kind of yeah, Eskimo. people, Inuit type people. And then Airbenders are, yeah, like the monks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we can you could show other people making some Filipinos or something. You know, we could we could bring in some brown or Asian people. That's fine. Sure. Well, like uh, the Waterbenders as a tribe are like a darker. They're darker than like everybody else in the show. Yeah. Which is weird because they're in fucking like the ice area. Like, where are you getting all the sun from, kid? Do you think that we're gonna get um, uh, Sokka's girlfriend turning into the moon? This first... I don't know how far they're going to go. I mean, I would assume so, because it's like the first major arc, so I'd assume they would go that far, but I don't know. Like you said, I don't know if it's like a movie or if it's like a TV show. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they will. Did they do that in the... I never watched the M. Night movie. Did they do that in the M. Night movie? I don't remember, honestly. I know they get, I know they get to that... I know they, the movie ends I know they there, get to the end of book remember. one, yeah, but... I think it would be kind of lame because at that point, like it takes so much, it takes like five dudes to like move a pebble. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know why they would turn someone into the moon. Yeah. God. Oh. I remember terrible. when that show came out, I remember being so like hyped for it every week. See, that was the thing is I remember watching it, but I think I only watched to like book one and then it wasn't until like, I think it was college or like a year after I graduated from college that I actually went back and like watched the whole show. Oh my god, show. dude. What? Yeah, I know. It was weird. I don't know why. Bro, by the time, by time I turned 18, I watched that show like fucking seven times, dude. That I think like... I got to um, – I think I was in like book two, like the Earth Kingdom somewhere. And I don't know what happened, but I just like fell off and like stopped watching it. I think I like missed an episode and I couldn't find it again. And I'm that OCD where it's like if I miss an episode, I can't keep going forward until I find that. Sure. Watch that episode that I missed. So I think I think Avatar is like the prime example of what cartoons could be in America. Like Samurai yeah, Jackson. Samurai Jackson is another example. Like these things are like heavy storylines that are continuous mm-hmm. stories that are not just one-off bits. It's not just Dexter's Lab. It's like, yeah, to use another game. Just, you know, like this is a story. This is yeah. heavy elements, heavy things can still be funny. can still be goofy. can have heart, could have fighting, could have action. Yeah. Like it could still be all these things. I feel like, like there have been a lot more cartoons recently that have like tried to take on that trend. Like I don't watch them, but like, I mean, Adventure Time similar to that, right? And oh, like, sure. What What's the other one? Um, the one with the gemstones. What the fuck is it called? Uh, Steven Universe. Yeah, that's like a similar type of thing. Isn't that like a? I haven't watched it, but I think so. I think it's supposed to be like a longer running like storyline. Um, so I feel like there have been a lot more Western cartoons recently that have like tried to take up that mantle that like Avatar, yeah, held up. Um, I mean, obviously, there's still just a lot of cartoons that are just like, which is fine. I mean, that that's like, perfectly fine. Yeah, 
I mean, there's anime that's like that too. There are just certain comedy series that are just like, you know, 12 to 24 minute bits. Well, I think that's the the big difference, obviously, and there's a thousand things, but like we, we know it's all time, especially with the anime is that like, it's not like it's in the wet, at least in America, like we view cartoons as for kids. Yeah. And anime is like not viewed that way. No, anime is for, I mean, it's for everybody. It's for everybody. They can, you can find anything of everything that you like. You I mean, there's definitely watch. certain shows that are targeted towards, you know, specific audiences. But sure, like, but if yeah, you want to watch. I mean, they make anime for every type of demographic. Yeah, they, you know, you could go read Akira and that's, that's no. that. You can go watch Ghost in the Shell or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's what I thought about that, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I mean, I, I think that's going to be. I think it can't be worse than the last movie. But it, can't be, it can't be worse than M. Night Shyamalan. It already looks better. so Yeah, it does look better just from that one picture. But yeah, we'll see. I better get some good fights, some good some good effects, some good, like, I really want to see some really good uh, bending fights. Yeah, I'd be, I want to see some, some dope-ass bending fights. I'll tell you what I'm not excited for, though. What? I'm uncertain about this One Piece thing, man. That looks like trash. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I think the most egregious one that I saw from the trailer is Buggy. Buggy looks fucking awful. It looks like they tried to do like, I don't know what the fuck they tried to do with it, but he tried to turn him into like a horror character almost. Yeah. It's very strange looking. Zoro looks weird. I don't know. There's something about that design that just does not translate to live acts. I feel like everybody else's designs that they showed like kind of translates, but Zoro's... Yeah. I think it's just the fact that he has like bright green hair, and that just looks weird in the real world. And it's just like this, just is not. I just thought I also think he has that, it like, like slicked back, and he's like it's not supposed to be slicked back. He's supposed to be like a buzz cut, basically. Even the, I mean, the character, the actors, the characters' looks, I think all look whatever. Like they're serviceable. Yeah. I think the effects in the world look like crap. Oh, his gum gum pistol looked fucking awful. I was like, oh, this looks so. Yeah, bad. and I just think like the overall world looks so. It looks so crappy because it's so much green screen and yeah. it just looks so terrible. Which is and funny because they made the big deal about the fact that they built all these sets from like scratch. And maybe we maybe we'll see those or maybe they're internal screens or what or like the ship deck or whatever. But just like so much of it looks ter- like the fish they fight, they like, the fish that fights Shanks. Oh, yeah. yeah the Well, that's like. There's something about that's like a specific style that they use for like these animated, I know, or these live action Netflix because Full Metal's yeah movies the CG looks exactly this it has a similar look to it. That so they're like trying to make it cartoony but have don't commit to making it look real. You know what it looks like? It looks like something from like the Loop in the Third movie where they're yeah. trying to do like the realistic CGI like anime look with uh with whatever effect they're trying to do but they're like sticking it in the real world so it doesn't look like it works for lupin where it's like everything looks like this so it doesn't stand out but when you try to put that style in like next to like real character i don't know it stands out too much but also how do you give me a one piece trailer and i only see one fruit power yeah, they didn't show anybody else's powers really. Well, they yeah. Well, they didn't even show. They didn't really show Zoro fight. They showed Sanji for a little bit. Sanji probably looks the best out of everybody that they showed. But 
Do we not? Do we not think that like my first? Also, how are they going to do Usopp? There's no way they didn't give him his big giant fucking nose. So I'm already not okay with it. Yeah, I think that they were like, "This might be supposed to have a Pinocchio ass nose." This might be a little racist if we do that. (laughs) I also think that like my first reaction watching the trailer, I had to pause to watch it on TV because I I saw that I was out, so I I stopped watching on my phone and turned on my TV to have a different TV, obviously. And I was like. All right, here we go. And then I got to Nami, and I was like, uh, "I was like, this character looks a little lightweight." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They changed this character a good bit. They uh, they nerfed her real hard. <laughs> yeah, they get they they. Uh, <laughs> I was like, not that I expected them to ever like <laughs> fucking cast some like twenty year old girl playing a kid yeah. with like. I also Huge don't know. Boobs. Wait, I can't remember now. Is it supposed to be a series or is it supposed to be a movie? I think it's I don't to be remember like a either. Series. But they're supposed to get all the way to like fucking Crocodile, I think. Jesus, Which, I don't know how the fuck then. they're going to do that. That's a movie then. That's right? that. I mean, cro- good in the Crocodile. Crocodile in and of itself, Alabasta is like a fucking movie. That's going to be CG hell. I feel like they're going to fuck up so That's much shit because it sounds like they're just trying bro. to blaze through like East Blue to get to Alabasta, and it's like. Well, they showed the every the entire the entire base ca- cast was in this trailer. Yeah, well, they I think they get up all the way to. Actually, I don't know if they're going to get to Croc. I think they show Crocodile, but I don't know if they're actually going to get to Alabasta because I think, I think I actually remember reading that it's supposed to end with Arlong, huh. which I feel like that's not going to look good. No, it's going to look terrible. He's a fucking like, uh, sawtooth, whatever the fuck, shark, yeah, shark man. Yeah, he's a fucking shark man. You've got his karate boy with his fins and shit. How are they going to do the freaking... How are they going to do the vice admirals? Because here's the thing, man. Like, you, what You don't really see any vice admirals this early, do you? No, you don't. But my, my thing is this, and this is why this should not be live action. Because of all the manga to do live action, people think one piece... You think one piece would be easy? No. There's like... Like, here's the thing. Right? The character designs are outrageous. There's no they, way. They're so goofy between the girl, all the girls looking the same and having yes. insanely big boobs. For insanely no big boobs. And then like the tiniest waist for make, make no sense. Yeah. Um, and the same face with different haircut. The but guys all, all the, look like swollen and ginormous, like yeah, Garp like, and Blackbeard. Like they all look like swollen guys. Yeah, huge people. Yeah. Huge humans. Like Aokiji is like a fucking like. Nightmare fueled like stick all man. the all the vice admirals or at least the Akainu when he like there's the picture of them like together yeah and they're all like seventeen feet tall yeah like, they're they're, uh, they're all fucking huge like did, did they get when you become vice Saru admiral and Aokiji are both like fucking tall lanky stick men and then yeah Akainu you look, you look like at like big burly like Smoker guy. or he's like a regular sized guy I'll probably get to Smoker right. But Smoker's like a regular sized guy, and then yeah, the Smoker's blind regular. the blind guy is like a like a little bit bigger. Yeah, but then you have like the Akainu, Aokiji, and fucking Kizaru. Kizaru. They're like, yeah, and they're like skyscraper people. Yeah, those guys are. Or like awesome. Sengoku is like a skyscraper person. Or Garp, yeah, Garp, Garp is like a friggin' like like what? How do we do these people? But then yeah, like Bull Roger is like a, a regular kind of sized guy. I don't know because they she when they showed him in um, in Wano, 
He looks comparable to Blackbeard. Oh, that, oh, or Whitebeard. How the fuck are you going to do Whitebeard? Whitebeard's like taller than There's anybody no else. There's no way. Like, Gold Roger would look so stupid if he's the same size as Whitebeard. He would look so dumb. Like he's a regular. His frame is so regular. Yeah. For him to be like. Because you look at like. But then you look at um, um, Rayleigh. And Rayleigh's like like an adult man. But not Rayleigh huge. Rayleigh looks like a normal fucking dude. Yeah. So I think that like Gold Roger's crew. Because you look at Shanks. Like, Shanks is a regular-sized guy. That's true. Shanks is a regular dude. So I think, like, Roger's team, regular-sized people. Yeah. And then a bunch of other crews are, like, ginormous dudes. Fucking monstrous people. Or, like, fish people. Or fucking... They're all fucking half-beasts. Like, how do they get... Kaido's another one. Kaido is, like, ginormous. Right. Not that this show is ever going to succeed to get to Boa Hancock. No, it's never going to get to. But how are you going to do Boa? Han- like these people, it will, it so will never massive. get to Boa Hancock. But yeah, how are you? How are you going to do? Okay, how are you going to do any of the Amazons in general? How they are all you gonna, look goofy as fuck. How are you going to do the show? Never get this far because it's going to can't get stopped, canceled before then. Yeah, how are you going to do the time skip where Sanji goes and trains on that island with all the? Oh yeah, with all the all the trans women, yeah. Or the, all the cross-dressers. How are you going to do that on TV? Yeah, you can't do that shit. And, do, and like not get fucking burned at the stake. And dude. not do it, like, in a, in a way that's not offensive. Yeah. Like, we know that it's not offensive in the comic book. It's just the storyline. But how do you not... Yeah. How do you translate that to Western? No, they would get fucking massacred if they did that in the show. Yeah. You know, like, it's there's no way you can do that. Even that one character... Yeah. What's her name or his name? Um, the, the, I I don't know. I I've been pronouns. I've been something. The yeah, dragons. Ivan Kanoff or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. How do you do that specific character and not not be super offensive doing that character? You know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, actually, the way that character's kind of written and portrayed, I feel like people would actually probably get behind it. I I like think the people that, central like people love right. No, shit. I think the people who give it a chance would get the get the character but at the at first glance oh you know at the first glance people would be like this is depending on how you blah, do blah, it blah. you know what i mean yeah. I don't if know. you commit and like actually like they're gonna be like you have to actually cast like a drag person to i feel like this show's not even gonna get far enough to even get the crocodile so i don't know i don't know they don't even they're not even gonna get the chance to fuck up robin so they won't even, they won't even get to sky island dude first of all before we even get to that how you gonna do fucking chopper a goddamn reindeer what the fuck They'll just put a boy in makeup. A reindeer that transforms into like a fucking big burly man or like a child. They should do or... it as a, a person in actual like like Teen Wolf. Or he turns into fucking Sasquatch. Do a person, a kid or whoever in Teen Wolf garb yeah. as regular Chopper. And then you do CG. I don't even know how you could do Zoan powers in this. Like to get to Lushi, like how the fuck did you do Lushi? Can't do that. I think it's gonna make some big ass burly like leopard looking guy. That's gonna look so stupid. I honestly think that would be easier than doing like Whitebeard. I feel like Whitebeard would be easier. You could probably like shoot around it to make him just look fucking massive. But then you have to have them fight and stuff and like sit in the He doesn't really fight, he really just like swings his axe and like that's it. But then you have to do He really doesn't make big movements. No, but he makes big movements. He doesn't really do like a lot of like complex shit. It's mostly just like swiping his no but they're gonna if they ever want to do any of the good stuff they have to have him fight dudes who are like miniatures compared to him and then like yeah like when he swing his axe and basically yeah 
like having him and Shanks when they go on the boat and they do like they like do little thingies. Yeah. Like you have to have a guy who's like this big compared. That's the other thing. You're gonna have a fucking Shanks dragging in this fucking monstrous terrible pot full of alcohol behind him. Like they won't. They're gonna make him regular sized people. Yeah. Which takes away like the cartoony. Yeah. Like that's why it should only be a manga or an anime. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. It's like Dragon Ball. Like Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball would be easier to make into a live action. Dragon Ball. Still I, I still can't believe they haven't been able to do Dragon Ball. Outside of Piccolo, Dragon Ball is so easy. Yeah. They all just look like regular fucking people. And just make them fly around. Yeah. Piccolo and Cell and Frieza, I guess, would probably be like the hardest ones to do. Like the villains would be the hardest to do, but. They made Thanos. They can do it. Yeah. You could do a good Frieza nowadays. Yeah, not hard. Don't just don't try to make it look too realistic. Make it look like a cartoonish thing. You could do it. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I, I think anime movies are terrible. They don't have a great track record unless what it's it something is. like I don't know. I mean the ones that are like easy to adapt, they kinda already did and fit like Ghost in the Shell, I feel like would be the easiest because it's just a sci fi movie. There's nothing yeah. too like outlandish in Ghost in the Shell that you haven't seen in like some other sci-fi movie. Like, I could you could make Ghost in the Shell if you just like you even ca- recast the same people. Yeah, but you just put in like the hacking scenes from Hackers, and you'd be like, okay, we're, <laughs> we we have a better movie already. Yeah, like I I didn't mind Scarlett Johansson as the major i didn't mind her either i just I don't the movie and it's it, i actually and i actually think that she like looks i think she looks like the major kind of yeah. like the major in certain certain perspectives obviously not 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 set not uh standalone complex where she looks very different yeah but like if you compare she looks even, like the movie ma- major yeah if you compare it to the movie the movie or even like the um the newer version of the and um arise she looks oh, yeah. Like you can go either way. Like she looks like maybe a little less softer in features compared to the movie, mm. but maybe a little more feminine compared to a rise. Like yeah. it, it's in the middle. It looks, it's just white. Yeah. Um, but you still cast the same people as like Bato and you, you can even cast the same yeah. dude. You can cast beat Takeshi as the, um, chief he's or whatever the, i was gonna say he's the chief isn't he yeah you can do the same people but you gotta bring in the other storylines like you gotta bring in they have so much shit to do like standalone standalone two, arise there's so many other storylines for them to hit but uh, i mean they can't even do that right so yeah i don't know I'm trying to think of like i mean there's plenty of other i mean you could just do like a fucking romance anime or whatever those are easy to oh, yeah, those are just definitely. regular fucking people yeah. Well, they probably do those plenty on TV shows. We just don't see them. Probably. Yeah. Like, because I know, I remember when I was in high school, I loved GTO. Mm-hmm. And they did a TV version of GTO. And that was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and that's not even necessarily a romance. It's like a romance comedy. But it's just, just regular people. Regular yeah. people doing regular stuff. Yeah. But like the, like the, and I love Initial D, but the Initial D movie, which is actually a Chinese movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine, but like yeah. it's not initial D. Like that's hard to do. And is it? I I think to make it as good as the manga, yes. Mm. And if you if the if the ad- adaptation isn't going to be as good, yeah, don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah, that's true. There's no point. 
because you're not going to see it, it might bring more people in but at the same time like i think that like this one piece movie is such a cash grab yeah and no one's gonna watch this and be like stoked I mean, I don't know why they didn't learn their lesson when they fucking did Bebop and everybody was like, fuck you. Another super easy thing to do. Yeah. Bebop, there's not even anything. I mean, there's some crazy stuff in Bebop, but I don't know. I mean, it's mostly just like a sci-fi adventure show and you can leave out some of the crazier stuff. Like, what was his name? Whatever. The assassin like spins around with a ball or as a ball or whatever the fuck. I don't remember. Look, I think the number one, the, the, the greatest... And we can move on after this, I promise. Yeah. I think the number one greatest anime or manga to live action adaptation of all time. Mm-hmm. And I've watched these multiple times because they're so good. I have never even watched the anime or read the manga. Hmm. Is Veroni Kenshin. I can't. No, I cannot yeah. tell you that. We the, watched the first movie. I like the first movie a lot. I can't sit there and be like, oh, you know. This is accurate to the monk because I don't know the manga. Yeah. But as a film fan, those movies are competent as movies. Yeah. So I get the character, I get the storyline, I get I get it. they're telling a good movie and it looks good and the characters look good. Nothing looks goofy. The everything everything has quality. Yeah. So on a, as a movie alone, they hold up on their own. Yeah. Now and I, I assume as an anime fan that the people who like that stuff, I assume that they would be cool with it because of how I think the quality is good. Yeah. Right. But like, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, there's no way you ever walk away from Evolution thinking that it was good. There's yeah. no way. No fucking way. You know. So like, how can we do Kenshin really well? Like, we could do, we could do Shampoo. Like, we could do that. You know. Yeah, you could Shampoo would work. But like, there's so many things like that. Like, you could do fucking darker than black and make it a live action, and it's just a fucking spy show. Yeah, it's basically just a spy show. You could do that, and it would be cool. It'd be really, it would be sick. I mean, honestly, you could do Gundam. You can do CGI yeah. robots. Yeah, it, it, and then other that's than that, definitely it's just hard. A political thriller, so it's definitely gonna be more involved to make it look good. But you could do it. But you could do it for sure. I think Big O would be even easier. Hmm. Weekly Pop Culture Podcast, and we're here today to talk about a movie that I think is a classic Mm. HK movie, and Zach, you chose it, man. What are we talking about? We're talking about the 1985 film, Lucky Stars. My Lucky Uh, Stars. Jackie Chan, Sammo Hung, or My Lucky Stars, yeah. My Lucky Stars, yeah. My Lucky Stars. Um... 
I wanted to watch this because I know we talked about HK Cinema before. Um, and I know you've always brought up My Lucky Stars as like one of the the goats of the Hong Kong action cinema world. Um, so I really wanted to check it out and I, I liked it a lot. Um, I was on first watch, I was expecting more Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. He's not really in it as much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's like there for like the first five minutes and then it's basically like an hour until you see him again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the next movie in the series is definitely more Jackie, if I remember correctly. Okay. But this is movie... Is the first one, like, a mix of both of them? Was it Winners and Sinners or whatever? Winner, yeah, that's the, that's the next movie, I believe. Oh, but okay. um, but look, My Lucky Stars is... It's a Samo movie. He's the director of it. Yeah. He's the star of it. And Jackie is his buddy. Yeah. And even, like... Even like Young Biao, who, who's the cop who gets kidnapped? Ricky. Oh, he's Ricky. Okay, he's Rick Young Biao, who's Ricky. Like, if you look into the, if you dive into like Hong Kong stuff at this time period, mm-hmm. like those three dudes are like the, are like the guys. Yeah, right? they all went to the same theater school together. They trained together. They called them like the Three Dragons or something. Something like mm-hmm. that. Whatever. I don't remember the exact name. But like you have two of the guys who are more famous than Young Biao. Like Samuel Hung is huge, Jackie Chan's yep. huge. Young Biao is famous, but he's less famous in the West. Even though to me, Young Biao is the most physically gifted one mm. of all three of the guys. I liked him a lot uh, in that final action scene where he is finally able to do stuff after he yeah. gets released from prison. Like um, to me, like the best his I think the some of the best fights of all of Hong Kong are Young Biao fights. Mm, Um, And obviously Jackie to me has great fights, but I think Jackie's also like stunt man guy. Yeah. He's more of a stunt guy than he is like an actual. Samo is like, Samo does such, such great choreography and such great fights. But I think the way that Young Biao does stuff in fight sequences is so he to me he's the best looking the best looking guy of the of the bunch. I think his fights are the greatest. But in this mm-hmm. movie in particular, My Lucky Stars, which is, I think a lot of people come to this movie. Uh, I think maybe this might apply to you too. Mm. They expect Jackie because he's on the cover all the time. Yeah, which I get because they're trying to reel you in because Jackie became the bigger person. Obviously, Jackie's the bigger name. Yeah, but I I, I really think that this kind of era of action comedy stuff, even like in the, into the nineties, mm-hmm. these movies are like plot thin. Yeah. There wasn't a whole plot lot thin movies. As I was watching, I was like, what is actually supposed to be happening? Yeah, they're plot. They're like, just go from bit to bit to bit. And well, that's like, yeah, flag. you get like the opening scene of like kind of the setup for the plot. And then, yeah, you've got like, Sammo Hung in prison and he's like a boss of like these prisoners <laughs> that like are like collecting like Playboy models for him. Or even just like photographs of wit just like famous women. Yeah, just like know? famous women that he can like I don't know, keep or put up on his cell wall, whatever he's supposed to be doing. No, he he's like renting them out to other prisoners. Oh, is that what he's doing? 
because like, he's like, hey, can so and so wants to use this photograph for a week or whatever, but so and so has it has it already. He was okay. Split the difference. He'll take it for a week. Well, like they're like he's okay. like a he's like he's like like lending out these photographs of these women, you know. Uh, but uh, and yeah, and then like once that happens, it's like another like ten to fifteen minutes of bits of just him like gathering up all his other crew. I'm assuming they're all like pseudo brothers. Like they they grew up in the orphanage together, from yeah. what I understand. So they're all like close like that just because they grew up together so then you've got what is it they they he tracks down like the thief of the group who's like blowing up fucking cases full of jewelry yeah to try to steal them and then samuel hung puts like i don't know what's he putting like c4 on it or something it's like, like yeah that? like a plastic explosive plastic. and then he puts someone on and samuel hung puts like a fucking boulder a bigger one. one on top of it I want to say though that for the first scene we get of that guy, I can't, I can the names are, I can't remember because Ginseng so... is the only ones I remember are Samuel Hung in the subtitles that I had. Samuel Hung was called like Fast Buck. Yeah, my and subtitles then, were different. My, and then yeah, the thief was called like Ginseng, and the other one, uh, the only other one I remember is Rhino Blood. Head or something. It's Blockhead, the like autistic one you see i got like rhino rhino something like my my subs were different but yeah um the thief character who's stealing the jewelry mm-hmm. i think it's the, that first time we see him it's i think it's so funny yeah because the, the way he chews the gum yeah to make the plastic and then put the random bits in to do the explosion then put it on the wall yeah it's so non like it's so obvious it's so obvious what he's doing. The first time he does it, he walks away, and he pulls the radio out to transmit the explosion, and it's a tiny little hole, and then he goes and smashes the window. But when he after it explodes, he puts the glove on and he like the way the way he moves, because so much of this, these movies are non-verbal visual yeah. gags. And like it's just the way he moves to smash the window is to me is so goofy. Cause he like he's like super calm and relax and then explodes and he like immediately like has so much energy to rush and smash the window and then cuts cuts hard to him like casually walking to another one and yeah so much of these movies um obviously kung flu flick kung fu flicks in general but and the comedies whether it's like steven chow or whatever Mm -hmm. is just so much of a buster keaton kind of thing yeah for sure you know like a chap definitely more of like yeah a physical comedy thing but i think that the big part i think the big part of the movie that i actually kind of like lose interest in is him gathering his team yeah that was the part that i wasn't like super on board with um but then they have because once he gathers everybody up uh they meet up with the police chief or whatever the fuck he's supposed to be like the unit, the unit boss. Yeah. yeah, unit boss. And then I got confused because I was like, okay, he's going to tell us like what the fuck is going on. And then he doesn't tell us. He's like, he basically tells them that they're going to do something for him. And then he like sets them up as like bank robbers to like blackmail them into doing it. Yeah. He's like, all right, my assistant will help you and she'll tell you everything. And then the female cop walks in and then proceeds to not say what the fuck the mission is. And I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. What the fuck is going on? I love that scene because the special operations chief guy. Yeah. 
is like, listen, nobody knows that you're here. Yeah. Only I know that you're here. Oh yeah, and they immediately start and like, they, st- they immediately start beating him. him up and then right away like 40 cops with guns running. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like the dude is lying so much. Yeah. <laughs> Every time the cop is like, the cop boss is lying to these guys. Yeah. But I love that the initial reaction is we're going to beat this guy up then. Yeah. No one knows but even before that the I do love how they take the, they have they have that moment where they're like, "Oh, nobody knows, only you." But yeah, but even before that, they sit down. This is after they already got into that big fight with the with the like the taxi drivers or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they pretend to be from the same region as the as them to get away. I, I, I'm very confused about the. I guess yeah. I mean, the bit is supposed to be that they're not gonna get beat up because. Well, like one of the guys like was the saying same. that like they're from the same region or something, yeah, and dialect so he's or something. Like, Cut me some slack, and then he tries to make everybody sound he's like, like no, they're from you'll... it. And then the one guy says Seven <laughs> Eleven. No, but so that, that that to me is really funny. But when they actually get to the police uh, police house mm-hmm. to commit the to talk to the chief guy, mm-hmm. and they start eating the grapes. Oh yeah, and then. They start like having the stomach problems. Yeah, and they start trying to find a toilet to go poop, and they open the door to the bathroom, and, and the, the chief, guy, the chief is taking a dump, and he's like, "Oh, I had grapes. Sorry. How many bathrooms are in here? There's five, but I'm already I'm using one of them." And they all just immediately just scatter. Fuck it. And then, and then step one's like, "Fuck it, I'll go in the grass." Well, he says like, "Which side of the grass is higher? The left to the right?" Yeah, <laughs> and to me, like, that's how you know that you're not getting a movie full of plot. This is just yeah. bits of comedic stuff with action interspliced. Cause even when they introduced the female cop, I can't remember mm-hmm. her name. And my cut, my sub, they call her like Empress flower. Yeah. I think that's supposed to be her name in mine. I don't remember what her actual name is. Cause then after that, they just call her baby the rest of the time. Cause that's right. like a code name or whatever. But when she sits down, I think it was like sword flower or something like that, that they called her some weird. Yeah. My, weird su- my like subs that. called her like flower empress or empress flower or something. Yeah. But the moment she sits down and every guy is like <laughs> immediately like horny is sitting horny on, on the main chair, like trying to sit next to her and stuff. Yeah. And like, or when before she even walks in the thief and the other guy are like, all right, we're going to, oh, yeah, they're her. like grabbing her bags for her and all and, this shit. Yeah. Well, we're going to leave them. They start walking to the door and they open the door and she's there. And he's like, Oh my God, like me grab your bag. Like it's, let me help you please. It's so it's so funny. And the way that they, but then they it gets to it. the longest bit, which I got bored with, which is them <laughs> pretending to rob the place so that they can all be tied up and like <laughs> grope her basically. <laughs> Yeah, so like and I was like the first time this is funny, and then it gets to the fifth guy, and I was like, oh, "This is this is taking obviously a, a long ass bit." Today's standards, the bit is really creepy. Yes, it's very it's a very creepy bit. It's a really inappropriate bit, but I think how long the bit goes on for is as almost like a Tim and Eric Mega sixty four level bit, where I think it's actually yeah. gets funnier because like. I mean, by the end, I was laughing because I love that Blockhead is like, fuck you, you're not getting tied with her. At what point do you like not immediately realize? Well, that was what I was like. Are you really not going to realize that like you're just getting a rotation of guys that just keep trying to rob And they run into the hallway quickly. And they all look exactly the same. Like they don't even look different. Like they all are dressed in the same fucking ninja uniforms. But then it ends up with the, the, the mean one being like, we should yeah. tie them up separately. Yeah. 
<laughs> you get to the last guy, and then yeah, like the blockhead or whatever the fuck his name is, like is taking the lead of the robbers, and he's like, no, tie them separately. Yeah, he's like, you motherfucker. I think that's so. It's so funny. It's a, it's a very long bit. Yeah, like that bit is the longest bit in the movie, and then the next bit when they're in the hotel room mm-hmm. is also the longest bit in the movie. Yes, where they're like talking about like who gets the bed and all yeah. this stuff and like it's like, funny like, weird version of rock paper scissors i think that to me was really funny yeah because like, I like think... at the end i don't remember exactly what happens but it's once samuel hung wins the bed and the girl is like rubbing his chest or whatever yeah he, like said his chest hurt or something like that and all of a sudden she was like i don't remember why she got up she was like she had a cough or something like she that she sneezed yeah, sneeze. She sneezed. And then um, the other guys start rubbing him, and they put, like, is it, like, salt, or what is it? Some, I, something like that, yeah. It's something that they, like, just start, like, spreading out all over. <laughs> but even then, like, before, when they're trying to figure out who gets the bed, because there was just the two the two beds in, in, the, mm-hmm. in the actual room, and they're all trying to fight for the bed to sleep in the same room as her. Yeah. And when they go into, like, the, the rock, paper, scissors what game mm-hmm. and like they do a really good job keeping it full wide the mm-hmm. camera full wide and you see everyone start to like tighten up like they're going to start like fist fighting yeah like you know someone Hong gets into like, his like fighting stance and then they immediately full wide cut to them doing this like song and dance yeah game and to me that goes back to what i said before about the physical comedy aspect of it like where mm-hmm. The song itself isn't goofy. Maybe it's a very famous like Chinese song. I don't know. Yeah. But or maybe it's a game that kids play. But the just the way they transition from like we're gonna get into an altercation and beat each other up in this hotel room. Yeah. To immediately do just super stupid like goofy dance. Everyone loses very quickly, and somehow Hung wins, and he like is like, a little bit uneasy, and then he like smiles and goes into the bedroom. Yeah. And it cuts to him like relaxing in the bed, and then it hard cuts to them the bed being in the living room. Yeah, like it's like four bits at one time. Like we're gonna, you think he's in the ho- he's in the room with the girl like relaxing, and then cuts. Yeah. No, he's he's they move the bed like she moved the bed to like the. She's little, like, you're not sleeping with me. You're Get not sleeping in here. You're sleeping in the lobby. And to me, that's a brilliant. Yeah, like non-verbal comedy, whatever. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. One, I think a lot of the bits, once they get out of him, like, gathering up his, like, his brothers or whatever, like, once they actually get out of that, a lot of the bits start to hit for me a lot more. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's, like, what you said earlier. I think that him just gathering them up just takes too long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and, like, they're trying to, he's, like, trying to get them together, then also at the same time introduce them at the same time, mm-hmm. build that, how they are together as a team. Yeah, like how they how they kind of act together, mm-hmm. and it's kind of long winded. Yeah, a little bit. Because once well, you get yeah, past the they hotel, each have to have their own bits to introduce them, basically. Right. No, and like once you get to the hotel part and get through that, when um, the police officer takes Samo Hung's character on the on the ride mm-hmm. to go find muscles. I'm not sure what's he called in your movie. He's called he's called muscles in mine. muscles. Yeah, to go find muscles. Jackie Chan, and then yeah. once that fight happens, then we start speeding up a little bit when they fight in the house. Yeah, once she basically 
Because that's basically the end of the hotel is, yeah, she wakes him up in the middle of the night and tells him, we're here to find muscles. And then you get the backstory of, like, I guess when he was younger, Jackie Chan is the reason he was in prison. So he's like, no, I don't want to help him. Yeah. And then I don't remember what she does to convince him. I guess they just go. Like, just be a hero. Yeah. Kind of thing. You know, be a good guy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Once once they actually make it to meet up with Jackie Chan, it speeds up a lot. Yeah, and they have that that big the big first fight sequence with because the movie opens up with yeah car chase fight sequences, mm-hmm. and then it immediately goes into all the bits. So the movie opens up very high speed. Yeah, good car chase, good foot chase, cool theme park um, sequence. Very yeah. three ninjas hiding in a mega mountain. It very. I mean, I like that bit. The fact that it, like, the main bad guy's hideout is all around an amusement park. I was like, okay, yeah. I dig it. And then later on, we get to see um, Arale from Jackie Chan's in an Arale costume from Dr. Slump. Yes, that's what I was. I knew that was. What sh- show is that from? I feel like I know. Dr. It. Slump. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, Toriyama's first. I was going to say, I know it's a Toriyama design. Yeah, it's the robot girl. Yeah, Slump. but no, we had that fight sequence in the house, and you, I think the the fight sequence is really well done mm-hmm. because it's such a small, compact place, very small to have three stars and then a bunch of extra, a bunch of stuntmen, and they and they it's the, they made it feel bigger because yeah, each of them each had their own space where they were able to to do something, yeah, to show off, and. I, I don't know. I would say at this point, there are ever uh, some on Jackie are like established in mm-hmm. Hong Kong world, uh-huh. but like even it's still so amazing to me to see a guy that size, like dude, dude. That was the one, he does. number one thing that I and I mean I've watched other movies with Samuel Hung in it before, but I'm always impressed by like how fucking quick he's able to move it's for like insane. a bigger guy. He's so, just he's that, so not fast. even just quick, but like. To be quick and precise. Yeah. And the actual just like, um, what's it called? Um, to be able to do spit, like these high oh, spin yeah. kicks and like these flips and like yeah, all these really extravagant, like big motion, like big yeah. moves. And like to see him do it in this tight space with the choreography, because you know he definitely was like the choreographer too, probably. Yeah. Um, and the fight sequence is fun and cool. And then the rest of the movie set from then on is interspliced between quick fights and then more bits. Mm-hmm. And I think that that turns, if you don't know that going into winner to winners and sinners or, or lucky stars as a series, mm-hmm. I think that could probably turn you off. Cause it's not really, it's not a kung fu movie. It's not an action. Film. No, it's more of a comedy than a comedy. an action movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a comedy with some action in it. Yeah. Whereas, because the rest of the rest of the orphans, I mean, the back half really of the movie fight. is basically all action, but there's still jokes. Even even when the action picks up, there's still jokes interspliced throughout it. Right, and because the only the only people in the movie that fight are it's the really three just... dragons. Or, or well, in the in the girl, yeah. In the girl, yeah. It's like. The only people that actually who are actually doing choreography are going to be yeah Samo Jackie and Yun Biao and then the, the the girl cop I can't remember her name I can't remember the yeah. actress baby yeah 
and then obviously all the bad guys. Yeah. The rest of the rest of the stars are comedy bits. They're basically yeah, they're just there for bits. I mean, they fight a little bit. At least yeah, yeah. one or two of them fought a little bit at the end, but yeah, they're basically just there for. Comedy. But to me, this whole movie, and obviously I've seen it before, so I I, I kind of have this feeling. Yeah. To me, the whole movie is just purely this. Obviously, most movies are like this, but this is truly for this movie because there's no narrative, really. Yeah. Right. It's all this like thief narratives of some diamonds. The cops stole them. We're trying to find the bad guy. Whatever. It's basically cops want to capture bad guys. That's about right. the extent of the plot. But the whole movie is just bit to bit to bit to lead up to the final fight sequence, which is the last like twenty minutes of the movie, and the, obviously that's like how most movies are. I get that, but there's no narrative driving forward, so it's purely you're just like going through these bits and fight sequences yeah. to get to this last long bit where they put all the effort in. And to me, the last sequence of My Lucky Stars is one of my favorites. In any Hong good, Kong it's movie, such a good bit because you have everything in the movie. You have everything going. You have, you have um, when once Jackie shows up and once yeah. Samuel gets them out of the bathroom or whatever the office or wherever they're at, wherever the you have whatever the yeah jail cells that they were in. Right, you have Jackie and Samo doing the traditional mm-hmm. like their version of Hong Kong fight, which is all the really great choreography. Yeah. Then you have the rest of the stars doing their like wannabe goofy fight. Dude, that bit with the guy who's crazy and his fucking snake kung fu was the yeah. funniest fucking shit in the world to me. Right, and the whole movie he's like doing this like Jedi mind trick. Dude, the fact yeah, he's like he's focused on like trying to do ESP, so he keeps yeah. like focusing on people and like telling it to do shit. Because that's that's the first bit where they got into the trouble with like the bus guys. The, the he was like accident. trying to make the car turn left with his yeah. mind. Oh my God. But so you have, you have all them doing that. Then you have the Empress doing, mm-hmm. having the fight sequence with the, with the gambling lady who's like a bodybuilder. So that was the thing, which is I didn't realize, but I'd seen her before. You see that, her on that pick of her. When she first takes off the robe and she like goes, yeah. she does like the muscle pose. I've seen that in so many city pop like music relations. Like they use <laughs> that picture of her. But also, uh, corridors reacted to that particular fight sequence too. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, which in that in that part of the fight is great. The part where the cops fighting the yes, yeah, the, when the buff lady. when yeah when the two girls are fighting, it's a really great fight. Really great fight. Um, and it's like. They tell the story again, nonverbal, where mm-hmm. she knows she can't win through strength, and yeah. they show it. So she has to win through dirtier attack, like stomping on feet. Yeah. And like, I think that's just really great, a really great fight sequence. Um, obviously, it ends in a really funny way. Oh my god, it's so good! Where they get thrown through the wall, and, and she lands right next to Samo, and, and she's like, like, "Okay, Samo, you got to take her out." She's tough, and then the buff lady poses to get ready to fight Samo. And he's like, nah, I'm not gonna fight you. Well he's like, like no I, step closer to him. I took like, I took it as him being like no, it's not good you're not gonna win. Like don't do I it. I took it as I don't hit girls. Like but then no, he hits I'm her fight a girl. But then yeah he hit her. Well, he that was really funnier to me because he's like no nah, I don't hit girls. And then she was like still trying to fight him and he was like nah and then she gets close enough he's like done. One hit knocks her out. 
but I, I going er, in the, earlier in the part in the fight sequence actually, mm-hmm. when all the orphan other orphans get when Samo leaves them and they're against the wall and they yeah. hide behind Samo. Oh my god! And then they all do their own like like kung like old kung fu poses. Yeah, and the big guy, and then uh, whatever the 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 older guy he does like I only know this because of Tekken, but he does like the tiger. Yeah. And then I don't I don't remember what the other ones do. The thief guy is doing like some like crane. Oh, he's doing, yeah, he's doing like crane shit, crane stuff. But and then, then when they, I don't remember what Blockhead was doing, but when they get to the part where the actual like thief bad guys by himself, like the older guy, yeah, and they all kind of surround him and they start talking to him and they're like, "Oh, so you're by yourself now, huh? So we should probably beat you up." And you see you. them like the thief crane guy is doing like this like crane these crane yeah. poses, <laughs> and to me. I, I see I love the whole fight sequence. I think it's yeah. all great. The whole the whole ending part. That to me is one of the funniest bits in the in the movie. <laughs> Cause they're because it's this like willful ignorance of their ability. Yeah. Like they're strong when it's five of them against a guy who doesn't fight. Yeah. You know, but when it's a bunch of it's like five actually trained ninjas, they're like, we're gonna hide behind Samo because we know Samo can fight. Yeah. And to me, like that's never said. It's only visually shown, yeah. and it makes me chuckle every time. Yeah. Oh, God. I love that bit. That whole ending – yeah, that whole ending fight sequence, once Jackie gets there into their, like, secret base or whatever, it's so good. It's also nonstop. And Jackie's got his great fight, too. I don't know who the guy is, but he fights off against, like, the number two, and that whole fight is fantastic. Long, yeah. Up the stairs. Up the and... stairs. A lot of, like, jumping over these banisters to, like – I think, I think that that's what happens. Like when Ricky joins the fight, I think is that supposed to be like the dirty cop from the beginning that he's fighting? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then that happens, and so yeah, like they start to like chase him down. Jackie does like a great stunt where he like, there's like that L shape to the railings, so he like yeah. jumps from like one side to the other one, and like so good. So or the part fun. where our young Biao grabs the ceiling and like. Yeah, is able to pull himself up. And it's like by his fingertips, like yeah. all these like oh crazy God. things. Obviously, you know you have the spin kick to the face where the guy flips Dude. over the the railing. His spin kick. This is at the very beginning of the movie, but when they first fight the ninja, they show the one fight where he does like a a double jump kick. Yeah, like he hits the one guy and then he like switches his legs around. I was like, what the fuck? That shit is <laughs> wild looking. Yeah, so good. You have some. You have two really, really good bumps in this. Where you have Young B, or um, Samo Hung hits the guy. He goes through the table. Yes, the that table. bump was so good. Good, good shot. Then you have the classic '80s kung fu where they kick the guy off the ceiling or off the. Oh yeah, floor. and he land. Yeah, he drops down like ten feet or whatever. And I just, like, I just watch these movies, and you know, being such a action nerd and listening to so much of Scott Adkins podcast and they with the Swift stunt people. And obviously you have the corridor stunt stuff too. Yeah. But like you look at these things and you go, man, like there's no way in hell you would ever tell me to just do a front flip off the second story. And like, I would just never do it. Yeah. And there's a really famous uh, young Biao bit, I believe where he like, it's like a fake building. He jumps, he like falls off the building. Jesus. And I was like, dude, there's no way, dude. Like no there's way, all these dude. crazy things. I remember seeing one and I don't know if it was on a Scott, Scott Atkins 
interview that I saw it at because I I never seen the movie or mm-hmm. I don't remember where there's like a uh, overpass. I maybe I'm misremembering this, but if I'm misremembering it, I apologize. But from my memory, it was a bit where someone gets hit off of of overpass, mm-hmm. and then a truck drives underneath them, and he hits the truck and lands on the concrete out underneath. Ooh. And the con the truck is supposed to break the fall, you know. So it sounds he, familiar. He hits the truck with like his legs to spin and then hit the yeah. concrete after. But I was like, there is no way you would ever get me to do that. Yeah, no way. Um, there's an episode of the Sky Icons podcast with, with the stunt coordinator who's in, based in Hong Kong, and he tells some crazy stories. Yeah, and they, I don't think it's one of them, but. So the final fight sequence in My Lucky Stars is that sequence. And note the they, they end up double teaming the, the bad cop, and then he runs yeah. away. And then someone's there, goofy goofily blocking away, and they get him. He's got some like sumo pose or something. Yeah. It's so funny. And that's the movie. Yeah, that's it's it. been to the end, and then Sam Hung. The whole movie is like, "Fuck you, Jackie!" Like you got me in prison, and by the end, he like sings some song that I guess they all know, and it's like, "Okay, we're all buddies now." And I'm, I'm I'm even pretty sure that in the next movie and movie after that, Jackie Chan's back and but not playing the same character. Interesting. Okay. I'm pretty sure they like it's like a very like loose. Yeah. Like uh um. It's world. really more about the Lucky Stars being the same than like Jackie being the same. Yeah, it's more yeah. like it's like it, it's like to me it's like oh here's here's the um the Three Stooges. Yeah. And and and. Um, in a Abbott Costello like in a movie versus yeah. like them actually having some continuous storyline, right? <clears throat> type thing. There was but also the a great itself. bump as well with oh, which one? Uh, Blockhead. Um, when it was like the older guy was like getting beat up on, and all of a sudden he like goes in like monkey rage mode and like yeah. starts like pouncing on the guy, and then he does like a senton almost onto the guy. Yes, it looked so rad. I was like, damn, that looks good. Yeah, like the back, the like the back senton. Yeah, he does like a guy, back yeah. senton fall onto him, and I was like, "Damn, yeah, that was good." Really, that was a really, again, they pulled the camera back and let you see everything. Yeah, for sure, really, really good. Oh my god, yeah. But then the the city pop thing you're talking about. Oh yeah, I remember being a kid and looking at that and being like, "All right, I think, yeah. I think something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I think something. I think this is changing. I think my something's mind. awakening." I think my mind is expanding. <laughs> Muscle girls, man. Zach, any final thoughts though, man, on my lucky stars? No, I just had such a good time. Uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Cause it is, it's a great movie. Yeah, I agree, man. I, obviously I've seen it a bunch of times and um, it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I just don't go into it. thinking you're going to get some, I, I think honestly with most of Jackie and Samo movies, Samo movies have different, definitely has more stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but this era of their movies are, I think, are really fun flicks for mm-hmm. and you watch them for like the stunts and then actually the sequences. Yeah. Not always for the character progression or narrative elements. Mm-hmm. So as long as you know that and know that you're not going to get Jackie Chan for the entire movie. Then I think yeah, I think that's the biggest. Yeah. They just don't expect a lot of Jackie Chan. Yeah. Beginning and end. I think that was kind of what hooked me too, because it starts off with him. And so you're like, oh, okay. So it's going to be like Jackie and then he'll just meet up with Sam. And then it's like, yeah, 
the almost the rest of the movie is no Jackie Chan. Yeah, if you want all three of them, you watch Dragons Forever. Mm, okay. There's more. There's more Jackie Chan there. Okay. Right. And I'm and I'm pretty sure I can't remember correctly. I'm I'm pretty sure he's in Winners and Sinners more. Okay. I could be wrong. But hey guys, thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll see you back next week with more Trailer Machines. See you guys. <laughs>